Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, presented by DraftKings. A quick quiz to start the show. What day is today? We've entered the sports betting and family matrix where I don't even know which way is up, which way is down. We've got games kicking off in college football, nine o'clock my time, noon, you on the east. We've got games on right now. We've got the Cleveland Browns looking to clinch a playoff spot tonight, Thursday night football. Remember the last of the year, Flacco v. Simeon. We've got seven right now, a little steam right now on the Jets. Speaking of steam, if you chased it this morning on SMU, they got bet all the way up the 13 and a half outright loser, 23-14 to BC. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, downtown Las Vegas. I'm Patrick Maher. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. As we round the corner into 2024, take a look right now. The vaunted pinstripe bowl. Rutgers over Miami, 7-0 as Rutgers close a two-and-a-half-point favorite there. Let's welcome in the boys. I am back from the land. I guess you could call it the Bermuda Triangle of sports right now, and that is the great state of Michigan and the great city of Detroit. Polarizing, polar opposites, boys. On one side, you had the Pistons two nights ago setting a dubious record, losers of 27 straight. On the other side, you've got the Detroit Lions. Oh, excuse me, the Kings of the North. They hadn't won a division in 30 years, and the city is absolutely freaking out. And then coming up, of course, on New Year's Day, you've got Michigan football taking on Alabama, which we're going to delve into. And a lot of that conversation kind of centers around Jim Harbaugh and will he or won't he leave for the NFL as we say hi. Amal Shaw, great job holding down the fort when me and the big guy were gone. How are we feeling today? Feeling good, thank you. And how was your time off? It was it was eventful. I, I would say it's probably good as a 45-year-old man not to go back to Michigan and hang out with your high school buddies and do whatever the hell we did. So it feels nice to be back and kind of have some normalcy. But like I mentioned, boys, it, Michigan, and we can get into the Detroit Lions, they've got a big game against Goulet's Dallas Cowboys coming up this weekend. What I noticed, Dustin Sweetelson, and welcome back. He was back yesterday. What I noticed talking to... Uh, 
a lot of my friends, and again, 30 years, they hadn't won a division, the Detroit Lions. They don't know how to handle the success. They're terrified of the Rams, if that ends up being the opponent. They're terrified of the Rams coming with Matthew Stafford to Ford Field. So there's absolute terror there. But then again, they don't know if they want to win the one seed because then it's a tougher schedule. So again, Detroit Lions fans, while they're thrilled with Dan Campbell and the organization, they're freaking out right now because, frankly, we just don't know how to handle success. Well, I, I'm hoping they're at least more optimistic than you've been. Uh, hopefully they've rubbed off on oh, you so. some. Hopefully they brought some of that that pride for your hometown and the team you grew up watching and what they're what they're achieving this year, being such a dominant team, they're sitting on 11 wins with two two games to go, and you're out here just trashing the head coach, being pessimistic about every game, totally wanting to fade the Lions every single which way. But no, I'm hoping you came back from vacation to changed man. I hope you got a little perspective. I hope you looked inward and said, you know what? It's a beautiful thing that's happening to your Lions, and you need to be more respectful of what's happening. Wait, you don't think it's funny, Amal, that it's been 30 years? There's four teams in the division. It's been th <laughs> Now, I understand back in the day with the Central, but it's been 30 years. It is so funny driving around. I was driving around in Michigan listening to the local. I was listening to VEASAN, but I switched over to the local uh, call-in talk radio, sports talk radio. And when I tell you people were tripping out, they're tripping out about the Cowboys laying five and a half coming up this Saturday, a good game. Dak Prescott may be getting an extension. We can get into that 53 and a half on the total. It was just like, they're so excited. There's jubilation everywhere, but they don't know how to handle the success as Detroit beats Minnesota at Minnesota. I'm sure you guys watched the game. They were looking to give that game away. Uh, but of course, four picks will help you if you're the Detroit Lions from the opposite quarterback. No question about it. And you mentioned in Minnesota, it could not have played a worse game from an offensive standpoint in terms of protecting the football. But I'll tell you one thing. I'll take it a step further. You mentioned Lions have an opportunity to be able to get the one seed. We have a three-way tie right now in the NFC between the Eagles, the uh, 49ers, and the Lions. But more importantly, and I floated this theory out a couple of days ago, if I were the Dallas Cowboys, I would not play anybody against the Lions. And you say, well, why? They could still win the division. Do you really believe the Eagles are going to lose twice in their final two games against the Cardinals and the Giants? No. Probably not happening. So if I'm Dallas, I'm looking at it and say, look, we could potentially be facing off against a pretty good team that's physical. What are we doing? Let's use this as a bye. We're not going to have the opportunity to get a bye. We're going to wind up as the five seed. We're going to Tampa. That's the dream matchup if you're the five seed. I mean, you get to play the Buccaneers. We saw what happened a couple of years ago down in Tampa when the Cowboys went in there. So I, if I'm Dallas, I'm taking a very conservative approach. I know Mike McCarthy and them won't do it, but I would concede and say, go ahead, Detroit. You can have this one. But you just said something perfectly apt, and this is what sports better specifically as we get to this time of the year. You have to start delving into the philosophy. What yeah. Amal just said in these potential matchups in the postseason, those are front office conversations being had, and rosters will be constructed moving forward to fit that narrative. You know, the obvious is you just expect everybody to play to win every single game, but that's not necessarily always how it goes down. So I think it's great that you brought it up, and that's the 
reason I brought up the Lions fans tripping out about what to do over the next three, and that's where we sit right now, or is it two at this point as I lose focus? Dustin Sweetelson, just for the first segment, then we'll get to Thursday Night Football Jets at the Browns coming up tonight. I kind of said that everything's upside down, so why don't we just play a little ping pong with the three of us, and what else happened over the past, I don't know, five or six days? One, the silly Brock Purdy conversation. I was watching that game. I thought about you, big guy, because you hedged a lot on the MVP market. Amal, that was a horrific performance by Purdy, who was a $2 favorite, and then he fell completely out of the mix. You know, the reality of it is, if we're being completely fair, there's not been a distinct MVP this year. I would probably make the argument for Christian McCaffrey and the impact that he has when he's in the lineup for the 49ers and when he's out of the lineup. But other than that, nobody has really stood out. Lamar's not even close to his performance in 2019, nope. but his team has played great football. And Brock Purdy on the biggest stage on the most watched NFL, excuse me, Monday night game since 1996 has arguably the worst possible performance you could have if you're a San Francisco 49er or a Brock Purdy backer on a MVP ticket. You put a team that was in a situation where they would have been able to potentially wrap up almost the one seed. Now you're fighting for your life against a Rams team that's going to be playing for playoff positioning as well. So a lot of things have transpired. Give the Ravens a ton of credit for the way they performed. And we've got a huge showdown game on Sunday between them and the Dolphins, which will probably determine the home field advantage. Ravens win. It's wrapped up. If the Dolphins win and then they can beat Buffalo with a victory, though, they will get the AFC East. But so it's going to be a lot of fun to see what happens here in the next couple of weeks. And by the way, Patrick, two things really jumped out to me this week. How about the fact that the Cleveland Browns on a fourth string quarterback are better in the standings than the Kansas City Chiefs at this point in time? Think about that for a second, guys. And the fact that Russell Wilson has half as many interceptions as Patrick Mahomes and he's going to the bench. Well, and Amal just nailed it, Dustin Sweetelson, as we get caught up here heading into 2024 on Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings Stefanski. So he could potentially lock up, Amal said, of four different quarterbacks, he could lock up a playoff spot tonight. And he has leapfrogged Dan Campbell over at DraftKings, coach of the year market. Stefanski's now plus 130. He's the shortest on the board. Campbell plus 170. McDaniel seven and a half to one. I'd, uh, I'd pat myself on the back, but based on the eating that's gone on in the last five or six days, you wanted an update. Oof. I might fall forward because the balance is off and on my body right now, but I did give out on the show on December 13th, Stefanski 14 to one coach of the year. He is now the favorite rightfully so over Dan Campbell. No, they're missing multiple offensive linemen. They missed their all pro running back. The You guys mentioned the quarterbacks, and yet this team is sitting in a great position for the postseason, and I think they're going to steamroll the Jets today. Yep, we shall discuss. You know, another thing, Amal, just from a gambling perspective, I was having this conversation with my boys at the bar as the Pistons were getting beat by Brooklyn to lose their seventh straight. We were talking about middling opportunities with the college game. Now, there are so much, there's so much variance in the number from where we're opening to where we're ended up closing because the market itself is reacting to who's in, who's out, who's motivated, who's not. I have found with the variance and the wild swings with the pricing in these college bowl games, there is some there have been set up pretty good opportunities for some middling chances. Oh, you're absolutely right about it. Last night, perfect example, Texas A&M, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State was about a three and a half, maybe four point favorite around kickoff. 
at halftime. You could have gotten Texas A&M plus four and a half, made the game total for A&M plus 22 and a half. So some tremendous opportunities throughout the bowl season. You saw USC yesterday. You could have gotten them plus nine and a half after Louisville yep. jumped them early on. And then you could have taken Louisville at a plus over 16 and a half when the Trojans were driving, had the interception. So there's great opportunities. You're absolutely right. And think about that on the SC Louisville game. You could have theoretically wound up with a 25 and a half point spread in that matchup. And now, granted, the game ended 14. You could have gotten both numbers. You could have cashed it. But you bring up an excellent point. I think that's one thing that if you're not doing as a better, you need to start looking at. There's so many great opportunities. Now, there's going to be times you've got a great play. It's dominant and it's dominating. And you're like, well, I don't want to blow it because I've already got that one wrapped up. That's fair. But how many times, guys, have we seen a game where you're like, yeah, start paying attention to another game or start doing something else. Next thing you know, you're like, holy cow, why am I sweating this game out? Yep. No, well put. And big guy, your Miami Hurricane right now, 14-0. They're down to Rutgers. I don't know how your dad's doing as a grad from Miami, but that's a game we're going to monitor here on Sharp Money as well. And we've got a game kicking off with 15 minutes left in the show. NC State, steamy right now, Kansas State. Uh, I am on the Hurricanes, and a lesson to everyone. Uh, the reason why you don't flip the radio dial from us during the games to the broadcast is it's torturous when you have a bet on the game and you hear, heaves it downfield, he's open, George! Dropped it. Would have been a touchdown. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Makes me feel real good about the bet. Can't do it. Ooh, somebody, somebody's spicy. All right, so Jets, Browns. Sunday, six and a half, all the way up to seven and a half today. We're seeing... Some sevens show up in the market. We'll come back and discuss Thursday Night Football next. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic, oracle.com slash strategic. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Okay, if you're looking to bet smarter, then VSIN has the perfect holiday gift for you. Sign up on our holiday special today and get VSIN Pro access to everything we do now through May 1st for only 79 bucks. Again, it's our holiday special, 79 bucks. You get our daily best bets, exclusive betting splits, premium analysis and 24-7 video, which I was watching at home on the computer. You'll get that when you sign up. Plus, all of our betting guides and best bets from all the college bowl games, Super Bowl, March Madness. Don't miss out on a limited hol- holiday offer right now over at VSIN, VSIN.com slash subscribe again everything through may 1st for 79 bucks i'm all shot dustin sweetelson i'm patrick maher we're back here sharp money presented by DraftKings. and again happy holidays merry christmas whatever the hell we're supposed to say <laughs> i don't know which way is up i don't know which way is down it's what i do know is we'll get into thursday night football right now seven seven and a half with the browns looking to clinch the jets and Simeon coming off a win as well boys i do know and i heard the d light up a little bit i don't know if something happened there rut in Miami right now. Rutgers up 14-0 Miami with the ball. The 726 to play in the second. It did feel like even for the time I was gone, the NFL just said, here comes an avalanche. And if you want to spend time with your family, if you think you want to watch some NBA on Christmas, if you the, the next five days, we're going to go ahead and take those and we will suck your soul. I felt like every time I turned around, I'm like, oh, I'm not working while I'm on vacation and I'm sitting there and I'm obviously watching every single NFL game. Did it feel like it never stopped to you two as well? Well, I tell you what, I didn't get into it until Sunday. I didn't have any interest in that Steelers-Bengals game. And then NBA, the NFL was nice enough to not allow us to watch the game on TV unless you had Peacock between the Bills and the Chargers. So I missed that one. But you're absolutely right. True. And, and I love the fact that on um, Monday we had that Raiders and Chiefs game. It was a fun game to watch. And so, you know, from my perspective, I love the fact that the Raiders were able to slow down the Chiefs. But overall, you're right. Like, they just dominated the landscape. That Giants-Eagles game when Tyrod came in, it became interesting. It it was just a ton of fun. And the NFL basically said to the NBA, listen, we're going to make sure we blast you into the oblivious. I mean, into the next oblivion because they weren't even relevant. I mean, yeah, you check the scores, you watch the games here and there, but it was not the same. The NFL dominated it. And then, of course, we had that showcase game on Monday night. Oh, absolutely pummeled them big guy. I mean, uh, look, the NBA <laughs> didn't stand a chance because here come Roger and the Shield to absolutely knock them off their Christmas Day throne. I mean, you said soul sucking. I was looking for someone other than the NFL to do some soul sucking on my vacation. I hear but, you. Uh, when you factor it, look, you dominate a week like that and it's technically the NBA's like biggest non-playoff week, I guess before the in-season tournament, is Christmas. Christmas is the like the the mark for everyone of when NBA season really starts. You want to pay attention? I don't know how anyone did. I mean, I know I wasn't paying attention to the NBA because I was away where I couldn't log into my sports betting apps, so I was not betting on the games. I watched the NFL without having bets on the games, and that tells you everything you need to know. They had one, two, three, four. They decided four of the seven days in one week were going to occupy. You guys, you guys are so right, and they dominate. But you know what? Send out a poll question. I'd love to know the answer to this. And I know Patrick, where Patrick stands About on this one. sucking? No. Oh. Um, if you're not betting on a game, 
and it's not, let's say, a great matchup. Like the Dallas-Miami uh, game with five minutes to sure. go, as a sports fan, you're going to tune in. It's a one-possession game. It was competitive. It was close. But are you really watching a game like Rutgers-Miami, or are you watching some of these other games if you're not betting on them? And what does it do for you in life? Well, no, what the point, him and I have talked about this quite a bit, which is, we couldn't care less. Like, no. if, if you're not betting on it, you're like, who cares? Like, I, I'm telling you, if you told me I can't bet for a month, I wouldn't even know what the hell happened in the world of sports. I barely remember what happens in the games that I don't bet, which is why I need to bet as many games as possible. So it gives me a reason to tune in and stay locked in on what's happening. Well, speaking of betting, I just wanted to give, and then we'll jump into Thursday Night Football, I just wanted to give you guys a vibe or a temperature check on Michigan and Michigan fans. Cold. So coming up, of course, on New Year's Day, Bama, Michigan. The number right now is Michigan laying a point and a half, of course, in one Final Four matchup. Then you've got Texas, Washington, Amal, and Dustin. Right now, Texas is laying four over at DraftKings, an elevated total of 63 and a half. I'll just put it this way. Michigan fans are quietly confident but there's certainly a mystique in the state of Michigan about the SEC and Nick Saban that has them freaking out. So whether or not a bunch of Michigan fans watched every Alabama game, that's certainly not on the table. But what I do know is while they feel they have the better team, there's a mystique associated with Saban and the SEC as a conference and just that region, you know, 24-7, nonstop, practice, everything that right now has Michigan Wolverine fans coming up on New Year's Day a little trepidatious. Well, there's no question about it, and rightfully so. Remember, Saban coached in Michigan at Michigan State. He had a huge win over number one Ohio State in Columbus in 1998. And then we've seen the success he's had going on to win seven national titles, six at Bama and one at LSU. But, you know, the thing that would concern me if I'm a Michigan Wolverine fan or a backer in this game is the last four games of the regular season, Michigan put up an average of 284 yards per game offensively against their four opponents. That would put them outside of the top 100 if you were ranking offenses just based on season totals. They dominated early on. J.J. McCarthy was completely healthy at that point in time. They're without Zinter on the offensive line. I still think Michigan's an elite football team. But the thing is, when you look at Alabama right now, this is a top 20 defense. They've got three guys with over seven sacks on that side of the ball. And they have gotten better and better as the season has progressed. And then, Patrick, uh, we had Jake Butt on yesterday and asked him, has Michigan faced a team with the mobility and the threat with his legs that Jalen Milrow is. And he didn't have an answer for that one. And I haven't thought of anybody on the roster, excuse me, on the no schedule chance. they faced, right? There's nobody, right? No chance. Absolutely no chance. And I will tell you that the Texas-Washington matchup, I don't know if it's nationally being buried, but that game didn't exist in Michigan. <laughs> like that, that matchup right now, Texas and Washington, is so the stepchild to Alabama-Michigan. It's wild. Yeah, I don't think anyone's got juice for that. Everyone wants to see Harbaugh Saban. It's kind of unfortunate we couldn't work it out to, for, for it to be the potential national championship matchup because I think that's what even the TV people would want. You're right about that, but you remember last year, guys, they played in the Alabama Bowl, 27-20 victory by Washington over Texas in that game. Now, both quarterbacks played fairly well oh, for the no, most the part. Oh, no, the two teams definitely care. 
Texas no, 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 definitely no. cares. No, I, I get that. The rest of the world's like, no, eh. but but you guys are both correct, right? Nobody's even talking about this game. It's like they mention it because mm -mm. the winner's going to have to play one of these teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, they need that second yep. dance partner. Otherwise, they wouldn't even be talking about this game. Uh, you're right. It's so it's so cursory. Actually, two pretty good games. NC State, Kansas State. I've got to play. I know, Amal, you've got to play on the later game. Arizona, Oklahoma. We'll let you know exactly who's in, who's out, what to expect motivation-wise from those four teams as we continue here on Sharp Money again, every bowl write up over at vsin.com every day for every bowl game. Make sure you go check it out right now. Okay, boys, uh, I've slow rolled it enough, but the Jets, six and nine. Uh, at the Browns, 10 and 5. Uh, this is interesting because, like, what's fascinating about the Flacco story, that's one thing. I would say that's another kind of narrative that stood out to me as I'm looking right now. DraftKings is sitting seven and a half them all. And with Cleveland laying it, minus seven and a half, 34 and a half. You know, Flacco has, again, his attempts tonight, 35 and a half. Ooh. He's gone 41, 42 plus in every game. His yardage tonight is 233 and a half. He's averaged over 300 yards passing. What I find fascinating about the Browns and why Stefanski is far and away your coach of the year, it's not just that they lost Chubb. It's not four quarterbacks, but offensively, the philosophy is completely switched with the 38, whatever the hell he is at this point. Like, they've turned into a passing team. Middle of the year, completely flipped it on its head. What they've done is fascinating. Uh, you're absolutely right about that. This team, Joe Flacco, had a couple of weeks ago um, against the, the Bears, threw for 245 yards in the fourth quarter alone. You mentioned his total tonight, 232 in this game. Uh, he's going up against a team that is elite defensively in terms of the pass. We've got the number one and number two pass defenses going in terms of yardage tonight between the Browns being one and the Jets number two. Uh, that total, though, for me, in terms of the pass attempts, Patrick, seems a little bit high. And I'll give you a couple of reasons why I would go with the under on this one. First of all, I think the Browns are probably going to win this game. You're going to play a little bit more clock later on as the game progresses. And then you're going up against still an elite defensive team from a passing standpoint. I think if the Browns are going to be effective tonight, it's going to be on the ground. I don't think it'll be as much through the air. And I'm still a little bit concerned because the Jets can get some pressure on you. This would be an interesting and a fun watch. Seven and a half. Uh, guys, I have no guts to lay seven and a half with the Browns, but there's no chance in hell I'm taking it with Trevor Simeon. Big guy, do we have an update on Amari Cooper and that heel? The last time we saw him, he was targeted 15 times against Houston. He had 11 receptions, 265, and two touchdowns. Also of note, Dustin Hopkins, the Browns kicker, he's out. Greg Zerline, he's questionable. So maybe philosophically how they're handling these field goals could change a little bit tonight as well. Yeah, a report about six hours. Tom Pelissero, your boy, said uh, yep. Cooper is hopeful. He can play tonight, uh, but they'll have a better sense closer to game time. It matters. It matters specifically with him coming off the best game of his career last time out. Okay, we just started there. Props, I total, everything on Jets, Browns. When we come back Thursday night, December 28, the 2023 as we round the corner into a new year. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Total Wine, Spirits, Beer, and more. Lowest prices for over 30 years at Total Wine. Find what you love and love what you find. Total Wine, please drink responsibly. Must be 21 years or older. We welcome you back here, Sharp Money. Hope you're doing well, having a good holiday season as it continues. It's kind of like a confluence of just betting and sports and 
you wake it up, you got a bowl game, tippy, you got basketball, you've got NBA eight games tonight, you've got four on the ice, you've got a Thursday night game to wrap it up for the season in the NFL. I'm all Shaw. I'm Patrick Maher, Dustin Sweetelson. Dustin, let's get a couple of things. One, if you guys are seeing anything right now for in-game betters, Rutgers, Miami, feel free to jump in with that. We'll also get a forecast uh, for tonight in Cleveland. Amal, anything in-game that you're noticing from this Rutgers-Miami matchup? Well, right now, Rutgers is just dominating time of possession. It's about 17 minutes to seven. They had an opening drive where they took about eight half and a half first quarter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, off the clock. Their run game has been outstanding. Miami facing a third down, and they just converted, I think. And so they're going to have first and goal with four minutes to go. But, Patrick, if Miami punches it in here and we wind up with a 14-7 score at the break, I still think it's going to be a challenge for the Hurricanes to come back in this game. And if you can get Rutgers getting any points in the half, I would probably look at Rutgers here. They, they're just the more dominant team. They've, on this particular drive, Miami is first and goal. They've been aided by 30, what would have been 45 yards in penalties by the Rutgers defense. Face mask roughing the passer and another face mask. Uh, one was negated because of a taunting penalty or unsportsmanlike by Miami. So Rutgers allowed Miami in this drive. Other than that, this has been all RU. Okay, we'll have about four minutes, 51, to go until the break. We'll get you the halftime numbers. Side and total, big guy. Anything from your Hurricanes here? Uh, well, the game's going on behind me, and that's a good thing because I bet on them plus two and a half, and they're a team that uh, I faded all season long and went against everything I believed and decided to back them. You know why? Why don't you look up where the quarterback playing today is from for Miami, Curry Brown. I'll let you know. He went to Lowndes High School. Where is Lowndes High School? Well, that is the county in which Valdosta, Georgia is in. Oh, and I've gosh, been obsessed with him since he was a sophomore in high school. I've watched his highlight reels many times. And I thought, I thought with Miami having their running backs in this game playing, not opting out, not transferring, with them having a couple of their top receivers available, I thought they could do everything that Rutgers wants to do, which is run the football in a sloppy Yankee Stadium game in the cold in the Northeast. And I was completely wrong. I took Miami plus two and a half because I thought the flip from four and a half favorites to two and a half dogs was just too much. And I regret every part of that decision. <laughs> okay. So it doesn't look like you're going to double down at the break halftime. When well, we no. Get a number posted we don't here. need to double hey, down. Hey, touchdown. The touchdown, Miami. Oh. Here we go. All of a sudden. 14-7. I retract my previous statement. We are alive. <laughs> Well, we, we, we are very live. Let's put it this way. They are calling the corner. <laughs> we are we are live, boys, though. Miami just scored a touchdown, pull within seven, 14-7, 319 left to go in the second there. Playing Fenway, correct? Uh, uh, Yankee Stadium. Rainy, Yankee. Rainy Yankee Stadium today there in the Bronx. Okay, we, we're back to it now. Speaking of rain, Cleveland... Uh, for tonight's Thursday night matchup, hosting the Jets should be getting rain as we speak. But it does appear, Dustin, based on the forecast, it's going to clear up by the time we kick off. Yeah, looking at the uh, the Doppler, I just always wanted to say that. I don't actually know what a Doppler is. Uh, it's currently raining in Cleveland. Uh, it will rain a little bit more throughout the afternoon. Then around 5 p.m. Eastern time, it will just be cloudy, 21% chance of rain. And it drops to 12% and 4% right around kickoff. Okay. 
Now, the game itself, look, this one, and again, we're constantly talking about getting the best of the number. I know people go crazy about CLV, but let's be fair. If you're betting the Jets, you know, you still, excuse me, if you're betting the Browns, you're certainly getting the worst of it. This open five and a half, quickly bet up to six and a half, now sitting seven and a half, seven at a few shops. So again, to each their own, but you're certainly getting the worst of it if you're going to lay a price with the Browns. I'd say this, if you start looking at the prop market, boys, I think what you just said about the weather leaves that pattern. Now, as I'm all mentioned, you might see a little bit more running the football from the Browns. First off, I, I don't think we're going to see the Jets offensively do what they did against a bad Washington team, obviously, because Washington has quit for many, many weeks now. So the 30 points, a, a bit of a misnomer out of the Jets. I, I think the Browns, I think you will see maybe a little bit more running the football, but there's a couple of things. And one, big guy, I'll start here because you're the prop guy. I, I, I do think Njoku will be targeted. First off, the Jets allow the least targets to wide receivers. Yes, smile, big guy. To the wide receivers because of obviously their lockdown quarters who you can leave on an island. Middle of the field is where I think Njoku Goku will get loose eight right now. DraftKings on the targets. Let's go over that tonight. I, so I really like that. And Joku, since Flacco took over, has really taken off. Uh, he's 90-plus yards three weeks ago, 104 the week before, 44 last week against Houston. Thought he was going to do better. I was actually on his on his receiving yards total over the weekend. He didn't go over. It was 49-and-a-half. But here's the key for Joku. I, I do agree he's going to be involved, middle of the field, the bad weather plays a role, and, and it's obvious that Flacco trusts him in a time where Cooper's a little banged up on the outside anyway. I'm going to have an Njoku prop as well. I'm going to go anytime touchdown plus 180. Jets allow the second most touchdowns to tight ends. You look back through the last few games, as I mentioned, Njoku has four touchdowns in the last three games. He is a he is the top option when they hit the red zone through the air. I'm going to back him. I may even sprinkle a little plus 750 on first touchdown. I don't often do that, but why not? We only have a few Thursday nights get uh, two Thursday night games left, right? But yeah, no, no, this no, no. last one. This is the last one. Yeah. Oh, this is the last one. This yeah. is it. Oh, then we're they definitely. shut it down and then they start flexing. Yeah, yeah. then we're no, definitely going first. One. We're, we're definitely going first touchdown then. Well, okay. I, I tell you what, Njoku's found himself. He's revitalized with Joe Flacco there. And Flacco, to me, not only has he put some great balls on the money, but he's utilized and taken advantage of Njoku's athleticism. This team has been a different team with David Njoku playing at a level that was expected when he uh, came out of Miami. Guys, I. I, I understand Deshaun Watson was injured a yeah. lot of the year and was trying to play through it, but Joe Flacco has exposed that Deshaun Watson is not the guy we thought he was from a couple of years ago. That's the biggest thing I'm getting out of this. They're stuck with that contract because the way Stefanski has made Flacco look, if he can't make Watson look awesome, like it's Watson, not Stefanski. Patrick, I have a theory in which if a team drafts a player, develops them, and then they choose not to re-sign a player like a Watson or the Seahawks trade away, um, Russell Wilson, you shouldn't try to acquire that player. They're probably at some point in time damaged goods. Look at some of these guys that move on. They don't have the same level of performance that they did at the place that they were drafted. And to me, that team that sees them on a daily basis has far better insight than you do just based on what you see on tape every Sunday. Yeah, no, 100%. I, I I know, Amal, you were talking potentially about the under tonight. Yeah. I, I don't hate that either. You can find all the way up to 34 and a half. Uh, and then there are some shops showing 33 and a half. So shop for the best of it at this point. If you're looking to go under, you can find a 34 and a half, which is a key number. But you guys mentioned it. Like, 
Again, I'm sure you were inundated with the Russell Wilson news yesterday here on Chart Money, so I'm sure you guys handled that perfectly. Um, but he's not going to play for the Broncos again. And he's already tweeted, you know, looking forward to my next chapter. But Dustin brings it up, and then I'm all – like, there is a Watson conversation to be had because, yeah. Dustin, you just framed it perfectly. It's not Watson. It's not Stefanski. It's Watson. And so, Amal, this is a very dubious spot that the Browns find themselves in. They would never go back and make the same trade. We know that. They kind of got caught where they gave the guaranteed money, which was crazy, to Watson. And here comes Flacco, who was a dud with the Jets. He never saw this coming. And he's completely revitalized with the Browns. He really has. And give Kevin Stefanski credit. I think Stefanski gets along with Flacco so well. Stefanski's 41. Flacco's 38. They're very similar in age. right? They're both kind of East Coast guys. Flacco's from Delaware. Stefanski, I think, is from PA. Went to Penn. And this team has been completely different. And you mentioned it with Watson. They're in a similar situation where Denver's. You've got a guy with a guaranteed contract, but you've got a player in Joe Flacco. Guys, if we were being completely fair with Joe Flacco, he has played at a very good, I'm not going to say elite, but a very good to very effective level for the Browns that if Deshaun Watson was there, we wouldn't even be talking about Deshaun right now. You'd just be like, hey, listen, we're going with Joe Flacco. This is not even a conversation. Obviously, the opportunity presents itself because of the injury to Watson, but to me, he has been the reason why the Browns are sitting at 10 wins with a potential and probable to get to 12 wins with the Jets and the Bengals on deck. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Like, I, if you had the resurgence, and I again, I no chance did I. But another thing about Flacco, big guys, like he's throwing picks, but it's just such a vent, like a vet gunslinger yeah. mentality that those picks he's brushing off because there's an upside to the way they're now running their offense. Yeah, but it's not like he didn't look like this last year or the year before that. Joe Flacco hasn't looked like this in a while. Like, yeah. he looks so comfortable. And Stefanski, I just went and looked because it just popped in my head. You know who else he, he did this with? He was the quarterback coach the year Case Keenum took Minnesota to the playoffs. He somehow is one of those guys who can do more with some sort of talent and just squeeze the best out of them. All right, boys, Josh Applebaum's going to join. Greg McElroy is going to join. Good get. Brennan White straight from the floor there at DraftKings. Zach Jackson, Browns beat. Coming up next, we'll go inside the NFL news. Everything you need to know, three-point stance. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. 
Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation, so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second grade teacher, and written by my husband, Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Jamal, your Rutgers Miami first half under, not dead yet. Remember, college kickers. We'll get to that. Just 21 seconds to go there in the Bronx. Rutgers Miami right now, 14 7. Miami with the ball. Advantageous as they're going the other way. We'll set you up on the halftime score as well as far as side and total. Bet $5, get 150 Anything. Tonight, DraftKings for new customers using the promo code VSIN, V S I N. Get in on the NBA action. You got plenty to bet tonight. Eight games across the association. And when you do, you bet $5 for new customers. You get 150 instantly in bonus bets using the promo code VSIN, V-S-I-N. Over at DraftKings, the crown is yours. We got you back. Okay, so let's do that. We're going to set up the NFL news, everything you need to know from a gambling perspective, betting perspective, going in uh, to a huge uh, weekend. And, of course, you've got a game on Saturday. You've got a game tonight as we wrap up the Thursday night schedule. But, fellas, let's do this before we get to the break. 21 seconds to go. They're at Yankee Stadium. Rutgers, Miami. Amal, you were on that 22-and-a-half under in the first half. So, right now, it's tenuous. What's going on? Right now, they're reviewing a play as to whether it was a catch or not. It was incomplete on the field. The 16 seconds remaining, uh, this would put the ball uh, at the Rutgers 22-yard line. And he caught the ball. So, of course, uh, Miami's got a catch. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm glad we're on air right now because I would be apoplectic at how stupid the clock management is out of both of these morons. It is unbelievable how these idiots have jobs. I'm sorry. You're paying these guys $8 million. Listen, they should take Mario Cristobal, find a puddle of water, and throw him a hairdryer. I mean, this guy is so stupid. It is mind-bending. How this guy is a head coach. What do they say? Listen, we're looking for the dumbest guy possible. Come on down. A little electrocution shtick for the holidays. <laughs> 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 Look, I, I can't disagree. I watched a lot of Mario Cristobal. I know. He's a disaster. He's not a good coach. He's a great recruiter. He is a horrible in-game coach. He never adjusts. His game plans are always vanilla. It's just, it's the most basic, basic thing. What he does every single week with Miami, he thinks that, oh, we have skill guys who are from Miami, from Florida. We can beat them with them. And their skill guys are never better than who they're facing. He's a donk. He's a donk that can recruit. He, he, he's a good salesman, not a good I, sales let me manager. Let ask you a question. I, Patrick, I don't know if you've been down there, Dustin. I'm sure because your dad went to school. I've there. only been, been there once. Listen, if you bring somebody down to Coral Gables on the University of Miami campus, there is a beautiful swimming pool in the campus right in the – I don't want to say the center, but well-situated. You say, do you want to live here in December? You're like, 
Where do I sign? I mean, come on. Forgive him. Everybody's recruited well at Miami. It just It's unbelievable, though. This team loses opportunity after opportunity in games. And I thought they, they would have been more competitive in the season instead of winding up at 7-5 and five if they didn't screw up in that game against Georgia in, Tech. In what world? Just think about it from this point of view. I understand not every player is from the area, but you, your base is from the general sure. radius. In what world should football players from New Jersey be better than football players from Florida? Shouldn't happen. It just should never happen. <laughs> so, now, what do you guys, let's project. What do we think the number is going to be side end? Well, I, I, my, the total, my assumption is, Amal, it's going to be right around what you bet in the first half. Yeah. Maybe 23 and a half. But what do you guys think the side will be? I, I think, so I took it on the end game. I think the total is going to, I think the number is going to be Miami minus one. And I think the total will probably be, uh, Let's see what happened here. Touchdown, Miami. Oh, we're in it. Wow. And so I think it's going to be Rutgers minus a point Restrepo. and a half now. Love Restrepo. And uh, Rutgers just gave up a 45-second drive <laughs> against the Miami team. Literally, they took eight yards <laughs> on the entire sidelines every play. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Seven that, plays, 90 yards. Situational coaching. Seven Not plays, 90 yards, it. and 41 seconds. Yeah, apparently Rutgers is unaware that the clock stops when you go out of bounds. <laughs> you know what it was? Dustin, you you know ahead. what it was? I, I started doubting them. Once I started doubting them, they were like, we got to prove him wrong. So you think it'll – okay, so we're I was thinking th well, Rutgers now, a point, point and a half. Well, now yeah. it's different. Tie game? Well, so I, that's why Rutgers is the original favorite about yeah, two, two and it. a half. Yeah. And I think the total is going to be probably somewhere in that 21 and a half to 23. I think it's going to be 23 and a half. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was It's saying. incomplete. Hold on, on folks. Hold the phones. Oh, my God. They it, just reversed it, are the call. We reviewing? They re the, reversed the call, so you're alive here. Well, now they've I'm got bad. one of the best kickers in college football. you got to kick a field goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean. Um, all right. So, number comes off the board. Rutgers 17, Miami the ball. You guys showing nine seconds? Yeah. So, it looks like, that's again, the right you call. mentioned one of the it, better kickers. It was the right call. Yeah, looks yeah. like we're going to go to the break. If the kick is good, 14-10 with Rutgers leading. It's going to be a 35-yard okay. field goal attempt. So, yeah, at 14-10, I think the total is going to be 21 and a half, and I expect it to be Miami minus one. Okay. And we do just under two hours away. Got an NC State. NC State steamy right now, obviously because of all the outs there for Kansas State. No Will Howard. They're two best wide receivers, offensive linemen. So, again, right now Kansas State lane three, but this number has been dropping 48 and a half. We'll get to that coming up in just a little bit. We'll get you a look at that halftime number with Rutgers and Miami coming up. But right now, let's get into a little NFL news, a little three-point stance, big guy. Yeah. While you were away, Patrick, uh, Russell Wilson lost his job. A tough thing to do during the holiday season. However, he has a lot of guaranteed money coming his way. He will be all right in the end. And it sounds like, according to Diana Rossini, he's going to end up being released this offseason, is the rumor floating around there. Uh, part of the reason why uh, Denver opted to leave him the starter as long as they did and now remove him is because if he was injured at some point, they would then owe him money in 2025. Next year is fully guaranteed, but if he was injured at some point, uh, between now and the offseason, they would owe him a lot of money guaranteed in 2025. They want to get out of that contract. Sean Payton met with the media earlier today, and he discussed the benching of Russell Wilson. Competitiveness, all those things. And, but but we, we need a spark. We need, we need something right now. And, and then we'll, 
we'll handle the long term, you know, when we get there. But we're not there. I mean, we're we're trying to find a way to get this eighth win. And then if we're able to do that, then obviously we've got another important game next weekend. But that's where we're at right now. All right. So can you guys give me I don't think it would hurt to reiterate your take yesterday as the show opened obviously everything has to do with the financials with Russell Wilson that's why the Broncos are doing this they're going to move on he already said on his social media I'm looking forward to the next chapter essentially I'm paraphrasing but that's really what it comes down to the Broncos have about an 8% chance to make the postseason so they can hide behind a spark with Stidham but obviously that is just window dressing correct yeah absolutely the concern they have is if he got injured whether it be this year or next year then it could potentially guarantee if that injury went into the 2025 season his 2025 contract uh which is a really sizable number i, I think it's about 37 yeah, million it was, yeah, it was over 30 million yeah 37 million is the exact number of his wow. base salary so that's the problem now look they'd take a major dead cap hit of 85 million next year if they end up releasing him so at some point in time you're going to have to just you know, basically bite the bullet. And I think that's what's eventually going to happen here. Yeah, and the game sets up. Look, they have an opportunity here. Easton Stick and the Chargers. Late window coming up this Sunday. Right now, Denver's laying three and a half at DraftKings, 37 on the total. But that's, uh, Dustin, that's essentially what you're reading, right? Peyton can't say this comes down to the fiscal situation. He has to say it comes down to a competitive situation. And he can hide behind. Look, Russell Wilson is washed. He's not washed. If you look at his numbers, they're actually, you know, the numbers are a little bit as far as ratio-wise. They look fine, but you dig deeper. He's just not the same player. No, he's not the stretch-the-field guy. He's not the guy who wants to cook and chuck it downfield. He's not going to throw guys open. But there are there is a skill set there that could work in some system at the right price. I don't think he's completely done, although I wouldn't want him quarterbacking my team, so maybe he is done. I can't imagine too many other teams are, are watching him thinking that they want to bring him in and then contend for the playoffs. Uh, to me, this whole Denver thing, Patrick, is what happens when you settle in life. Like, you look at them bringing in Nathaniel Hackett and say whatever you want as a head coach. He was brought in not for his coaching acumen. He was not brought in because he was a great tactician with X's and O's. He was brought in because he's friends with Aaron Rodgers and Denver thought they could steal Aaron Rodgers last offseason. When they weren't able to do that, instead of just signing some veteran quarterback to guide you through a you know, couple game under 500 season, five, six, seven wins, whatever it may be, uh, they said, no, 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 we have new ownership. We have a new head coach. We want to make a splash. We want to make a move. And they settled for Russell Wilson. In the settling, they made a lot of sacrifices, which was a lot of assets going to Seattle and draft picks heading that way. And in turn, they set their organization back. I just think this is what happens when plan A falls apart. You need to be smart about plan B, and they went way too hard on plan B. Yeah, it's well put. Russell Wilson, I, I don't think we'll see him in Denver taking another snap the rest of the way. No chance. Okay, when we return, betting analysts, VEASAN host Josh Applebaum joins us. We'll dive right back into Thursday Night Football and get the second half number. Rutgers, Miami, next year. Sharp Money. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, sleep tight stories. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.